It's January the 30th. Let's read the Bible. Hello, folks. My name is Ray Pritchard, president of Keep Believing Ministries. Thank you so much for joining us as we make our way on this year-long journey from Genesis to Revelation. January 30th means we are almost done with the first month, almost one-twelfth of the way through. We've come through Genesis. We've come through 15 Psalms, and we are getting near the end of the book of Exodus. So things are going very well. Thank you so much for joining us. This morning before I made this video, I sat down and tried to answer as many comments as I could. And I want to say how good it is to hear from you. Whether you write a comment on Facebook or a comment on YouTube or a comment on Rumble, we love hearing from you. We've gotten words of encouragement We've gotten some questions. If you've got a Bible question, I got to tell you, it's easy to ask me a question that I can't answer, but I'll take a stab at almost anything that you want to know about, or at least point you in the right direction. So by all means, give us a comment, Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. We love hearing from you. Now today, Exodus 26, 27, 28, and 29. Now, I want to say this about this passage. One of the problems we have, this is about uh, the tabernacle of the Old Testament. Details regarding the construction of the tabernacle and the altar and the holy place and the most holy place and uh, the table for the showbread and the uh, candelabra, the mercy seat uh, and the Ark of the Covenant. It's very, very detailed. It's easy, I think, for us to come to a passage like this and think it has nothing to do with us. Well, number one, when we get way down to the book of Hebrews, toward the end of the New Testament, toward the end of the year, you're going to see that this passage and others like it have a great deal to say to us in terms of being New Covenant Christians today. So there's that. But just remember, though we have never seen the Old Testament tabernacle, I mean literally, to be in it. We've never, uh, we've never seen the Ark of the Covenant, Raiders of the Lark, Lost Ark, notwithstanding. Um, and, and we don't know about the high priest. We've, we're not used to seeing a high priest, Ephod, and all of that. Remember, this was the heart and soul of Old Testament religion. And since Judaism and Christianity are, are intrinsically woven together, and the Christian movement, the Christian faith, springs out of the promises God made to the Jewish people. We need to pay attention to these things. Though they were written 3,500 years ago, this is still God's word. So let's see what we can gather from it. Two parts to the reading today. Description of the tabernacle furnishings and the description of Aaron and the Aaronic priesthood, the Levitical priesthood, uh, what they were to wear and how they were to be consecrated. I think You'll see the import of all this as we get to the end. Okay, Exodus 26. You are to construct the tabernacle itself with 10 curtains. You must make them of finely spun linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarn with a design of cherubim worked into them. Each curtain should be 42 feet long and six feet wide. All the curtains are to have the same measurements. Five of the curtains should be joined together and the other five curtains joined together. Make loops of blue yarn on the edge of the last curtain in the first set and do the same on the edge of the outermost curtain in the second set. 
make 50 loops on the one curtain and make 50 loops on the edge of the curtain in the second set so that the loops line up together. Also make 50 gold clasps and join the curtains together with the clasps so that the tabernacle may be a single unit. You are to make curtains of goat hair for a tent over the tabernacle. Make 11 of those curtains. Each curtain should be 45 feet long and six feet wide. All 11 curtains are to have the same measurements. Join five of the curtains by themselves and the other six curtains by themselves. Then fold the six curtain double at the front of the tent. Make 50 loops on the edge of one curtain, the outermost in the first set, and make 50 loops on the edge of the corresponding curtain of the second set. Make 50 bronze clasps. Put the clasps through the loops. Join the tent together so that it is a single unit. As for the flap that remains from the tent curtains, the leftover half curtain is to hang over the back of the tabernacle. What remains along the length of the tent curtains, a half yard on one side and a half yard on the other side, should hang over the sides of the tabernacle on either side to cover it. Make a covering for the tent from ram skins dyed red and a covering of fine leather on top of that. You are to make upright supports of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Each support is to be 15 feet long and 27 inches wide. Each support will have two tenons for joining. Do the same for all the supports of the tabernacle. Make the supports for the tabernacle as follows. 20 supports on the south side and make 40 silver bases under the 20 supports, two bases under the first support for the two tenons and two bases under the next support for its two tenons. 20 supports for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, along with their 40 silver bases, two bases under the first support and two bases under each support and make six supports for the west side of the tabernacle. Make two additional supports for the two back corners of the tabernacle they are to be paired at the bottom and joined together at the top in a single ring. So it should be for both of them. They will serve as the two corners. There are to be eight supports with their silver bases, 16 bases, two bases under the first support, and two bases under each support. You are to make five crossbars of acacia wood for the supports on one side of the tabernacle. Five crossbars for the supports on the other side of the tabernacle, and five crossbars for the supports on the back side of the tabernacle on the west. The central crossbar is to run through the middle of the supports from one end to the other. Then overlay the supports with gold and make the rings of gold as the holders for the crossbars. Also overlay the crossbars with gold. You are to set up the tabernacle according to the plan for it that you've been shown on the mountain. You are to make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely spun linen with a design of cherubim worked into it. Hang it on four gold-plated pillars of acacia wood that have gold hooks and that stand on four silver bases. Hang the curtain under the clasp and bring the Ark of the Testimony there behind the curtain. So the curtain will make a separation for you between the holy place and the most holy place. Put the mercy seat on the Ark of the Testimony in the most holy place. Place the table outside the curtain and the lampstand on the south side of the tabernacle opposite the table and put the table on the north side. For the entrance to the tent, you are to make a screen embroidered, embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely spun linen. Make five pillars of acacia wood for the screen and overlay them with gold. Their hooks are to be gold and you are to cast five bronze bases for them. Chapter 27 you are to construct 
The altar of acacia wood. The altar must be a square, seven and a half feet long and seven and a half feet wide. It must be four and a half feet high. Make horns for it on its four corners. The horns are to be of one piece. Overlay it with bronze. Make its pots for removing ashes and its shovels, basins, meat forks, and fire pans. Make all its utensils of bronze. Construct a grate for it of bronze mesh and make four bronze rings on the mesh at its four corners. Set it below under the altar's ledge so that the mesh comes halfway up the altar. Then make poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. The poles are to be inserted into the rings so that the poles are on two sides of the altar when it is carried. Construct the altar with boards so that it is hollow. They are to make it just as it was shown to you on the mountain. You are to make the courtyard for the tabernacle. Make hangings for the south side of the courtyard out of finely spun linen, 150 feet long on that side, including 20 posts and 20 bronze bases with silver hooks and silver bands for the post. And so make hangings 150 feet long for the north side, including 20 posts and the 20 bronze bases with silver hooks and silver bands for the post. For the width of the courtyard, make hangings 75 feet long for the west side, including their tin posts and their tin bases. And for the width of the courtyard on the east side, toward the sunrise, 75 feet, make hangings 22 and a half feet long for one side of the gate, including their three posts and their three bases. And make hangings 22 and a half feet long for the other side, including their three posts and their three bases. The gate of the courtyard is to have a 30-foot screen embroidered with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and finely spun linen. It is to have four posts and therefore bases. All the posts around the courtyard are to be banded with silver and have silver hooks and bronze bases. The courtyard is to be 150 feet long, 75 feet wide at each end, and seven and a half feet high. All of it made with finely spun linen. The bases of the posts are to be bronze. All the utensils of the tabernacle for every use and all its tent pegs, as well as all the tent pegs of the courtyard, are to be made of bronze. You are to command the Israelites to bring you pure oil from crushed olives for the light in order to keep the lamp burning regularly. In the tent of meeting outside the curtain that is in front of the testimony, Aaron and his sons are to tend the lamp from evening until morning before the Lord. This is to be a permanent statute for the Israelites throughout their generations. Chapter 28. Now, what we've had in chapters 26 and 27, basic outline, like a blueprint for the tabernacle itself. Now, starting in chapter 28, we're going to talk about the priests, Aaron, his sons, their descendants, what they're to wear, how they're to be consecrated. So here's the tabernacle that's been described. Now, here are the priests who are going to serve in the tabernacle. Chapter 28, have your brother Aaron with his sons come to you from the Israelites to serve me as priest. Aaron, his sons, Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, make holy garments for your brother Aaron for glory and beauty. You are to instruct all the skilled artisans whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom to make Aaron's garments for consecrating him to serve me as priest. These are the garments that they must make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a specially woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and his sons so that they may serve me as priests. They should use gold, blue, purple, 
and scarlet yarn and fine linen. They are to make the ephod from finely spun linen embroidered with gold and with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. It must have two shoulder pieces attached to its two edges so that it can be joined together. The artistically woven waistband that is on the ephod must be of one piece, according to the same workmanship of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen. Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of Israel's sons, six of their names on the first stone, and the remaining six names on the second stone, in the order of their birth. Engrave the two stones with the names of Israel's son, as a gem cutter engraves a seal. Mount them, surrounded with gold filigree settings. Fasten both stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the Israelites. Aaron will carry their names on his two shoulders before the Lord as a reminder. Fashion gold filigree settings and two chains of pure gold. You will make them with braided cord work and attach the cord chains to the settings. You're to make an embroidered breast piece for making decisions. Make it with the same workmanship as the ephod. Make it of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen. It must be square and folded double, nine inches long and nine inches wide. Place a setting of gemstones on it, four rows of stones. First row should be a row of carnelian, topaz, and emerald. Second row, turquoise, lapis lazuli, and a diamond. Third row, third row, adjacent an agate, and an amethyst. Fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They should be adorned with gold filigree in their settings. The twelve stones are to correspond to the names of Israel's sons. Each stone must be engraved like a seal with one of the names of the twelve tribes. You are to make braided chains of pure gold cord work for the breast piece. Fashion two gold rings for the breast piece and attach them to its two corners. Then attach the two gold cords to the two gold rings at the corners of the breast piece. Attach the other ends of the two cords to the two filigree settings. And in this way, attach them to the ephod shoulder pieces in the front. Make two other gold rings and put them at the two corners of the breast piece on the edge that is next to the inner border of the ephod. Make two more gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the ephod's two shoulder pieces on its front, close to its seam, and above the ephod's woven waistband. The artisans are to tie the breast piece from its rings to the rings of the ephod with a cord of blue yarn so that the breast piece is above the ephod's waistband and does not come loose from the ephod. Whenever he enters the sanctuary, Aaron is to carry the names of Israel's sons over his heart on the breastpiece for decision as a continual reminder before the Lord. Place the Urim and Thummim in the breastpiece for decision so that they will also be over Aaron's heart whenever he comes before the Lord. Aaron will continually carry the means of decisions for the Israelites over his heart before the Lord. You are to make the robe of the ephod entirely of blue yarn. There should be an opening at its top, in the center of it. Around the opening, there should be a woven collar with an opening like that of body armor so that it does not tear. Make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn on its lower hem and all around it. Put gold bells between them all the way around so that gold bells and pomegranates alternate along the lower hem of the robe. The robe will be worn by Aaron whenever he ministers and its sound will be heard when he enters the sanctuary before the Lord and when he exits so that he does not die. 
you were to make a pure gold medallion and engrave it like the engraving of a seal, holy to the Lord. Fashion, fashion it to a cord of blue yarn so that it can be placed on the turban. The medallion is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead so that Aaron may bear the guilt connected with the holy offerings that the Israelites consecrate as all their holy gifts. It is always to be on his forehead so that they may find acceptance with the Lord. You are to weave the tunic from fine linen and make a turban of fine linen and make an embroidered sash. Make make tunics, sashes, and headbands for Aaron's sons to give them glory and beauty. Put these on your brother Aaron and his sons. Then anoint, ordain, and consecrate them so that they may serve me as priests. Make them linen undergarments to cover their naked bodies. They must extend from the waist to the thighs. These must be worn by Aaron and his sons whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister in the sanctuary area so that they do not incur guilt and die. This is to be a permanent statue for Aaron and for his future descendants. Chapter 29. Isn't it moving? It touches me. Aaron is to have the names of the children of Israel, not just on him, but over his heart. And the Urim and the Thummim, the means of decisions, over his heart. So that when he comes before the Lord, he comes reminding himself always, he represents God's people to the Lord. And as he goes to the Lord, he's not asking for himself. He's asking for God's people, for wisdom and help. What a great reminder for those who serve the Lord to always have your people right on your heart. Chapter 29. Now we're going to find out how the priests are to be consecrated into the Lord's service. This is what you are to do for them to consecrate them to serve me as priests. Take a young bull and two unblemished rams with unleavened bread, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers coated with oil. Make them out of fine wheat flour. Put them in a basket. Bring them in the basket along with the bull and two rams. Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then take the garments and clothe clothe Aaron with the tunic, the robe for the ephod, the ephod itself, and the breastpiece. Fashion the ephod on him with its woven waistband. Put the turban on his head and place the holy diadem on the turban. Take the anointing oil, pour it on his head and anoint him. You must also bring his sons and clothe them with tunics, the sashes on Aaron and his sons and uh, tie the sashes, sashes on Aaron and his sons and fashion headbands on them. The priesthood is to be theirs by a permanent statue. This is the way you will ordain Aaron and his sons. You are to bring the bull to the front of the tent of meeting and Aaron and his sons must lay their hands on the bull's head. Slaughter the bull before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Take some of the bull's blood and apply it to the horns of the altar with your finger. Then pour out all the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Take all the fat that covers the entrails, the fatty lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys with the fat on them, and burn them on the altar. But burn the bull's flesh, its hide, and its waist outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Take one ram. And Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head. You are to slaughter the ram, take its blood and splatter it on all sides of the altar. Cut the ram into pieces 
wash its entrails and legs and place them with its head and its pieces on the altar. Then burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. You are to take the second ram and Aaron and his sons must lay their hands on the ram's head. Slaughter the ram. Take some of its blood and put it on Aaron's right earlobe, on his son's right earlobes, on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. Splatter the remaining blood on all sides of the altar. Take some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle them on Aaron and his garments, as well as on his sons and their garments. So he and his garments will be holy, as well as his sons and their garments. Take fat from the ram, the fat tail, the fat covering the entrails, the fatty lobe of the liver, the two kidneys, and the fat on them, and the right thigh, since this is a ram for ordination. Take one loaf of bread, one cake of bread made with oil, one wafer from the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord, and put all of them in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. Take them from their hands and burn them on the altar on top of the burnt offering as a pleasing aroma before the Lord. It is a food offering to the Lord. Take the breast from the ram of Aaron's ordination and present it as a presentation offering before the Lord. It is to be your portion. Consecrate for Aaron and his son the breast of the presentation offering that is presented and the thigh of the contribution that is lifted up from the ram of ordination. This will belong to Aaron and his sons as a regular portion from the Israelites. For it is a contribution. It will be the Israelites' contribution from their fellowship sacrifices, their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments that belong to Aaron are to belong to his sons after him so that they can be anointed and ordained in them. Any priest who is one of his sons and who succeeds him and enters the tent of meeting to minister in the sanctuary must wear them for seven days. You are to take a ram of ordination and boil its flesh in a holy place. Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the entrance to the tent of meeting. They must eat those things by which atonement was made at the time of their ordination and consecration. An unauthorized person must not eat them, for these things are holy. If any of the meat of the ordination or any of the bread is left until morning, burn what is left over. It must not be eaten because it is holy. This is what you are to do for Aaron and his sons. Based on all I have commanded you, take seven days to ordain them. Sacrifice a bull as a sin offering each day for atonement. Purify the altar when you make atonement for it and anoint it in order to consecrate it. For seven days, you must make atonement for the altar and consecrate it. The altar will be especially holy. Whatever touches the altar will be consecrated. This is what you are to offer regularly on the altar every day to your old lambs. In the morning, <clears throat> in the morning, offer one lamb. And at twilight, offer the other lamb. With the first lamb, offer two, quote, two quarts of fine flour mixed with one quart of oil from crushed olives and a drink offering of one quart of wine. You are to offer the second lamb at twilight. Offer a grain offering and a drink offering with it, like the one in the morning as a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. This will be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance to the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet you 
to speak with you. I will also meet with the Israelites there in that place will be consecrated by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. I will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. And they will know that I am the Lord their God who brought them up out of the land of Egypt that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. End of the reading for today. A lot of details struck me again as I read it. A lot of gold, a lot of fine linen, and a beautiful yard. There's a glorious, a glorious thing, a glorious building God designed and the people built. And all that, the offerings, all those offerings and the anointing. I mean, once the thing was made, once the tabernacle was made, gloriously beautiful, but then to consecrate Aaron and his sons and what to wear and how to make it, the, all of it. in uh, the consecration details, there's so much there. But did you get the end of it? The end of it is this. I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. That's what God always intended. He always intended through the tabernacle and through the sacrifices and through the priesthood to come near to his people. And what, what the Jews in the Old Testament enjoyed in a small way, beautiful as it was, was just a picture of what was to come through the Lord Jesus Christ, that we would know that our God has come to us and that he is willing and eager to dwell among us. So my friends, that's the end of the reading for today. But remember this, wherever you go today, you are not alone. God goes with you. He goes before you. If you know Jesus, he dwells in your heart. I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. So God says to you today, he is your God. Go in peace. Have a great day. Enjoy this day. It is the Lord's day and he is with you wherever you go. Come back tomorrow. The story is going to take a little bit of a turn in an unusual direction. Come back tomorrow. We'll do this again. God bless.